Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is April 4th, 2022. And as we do each week, let's begin with a brief moment of silence to link up with the network, followed by the sounding of the new time recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love that we too may love and give. Thank you for joining with us in this weekly webinar to strengthen the planetary network of triangles, doing so by introducing this work to new people. And if there are any new people here today, we welcome you. And we'd like to encourage you, if you feel so inclined, to form a triangle reaching out through our website or through the chat box here or through our Triangles Meditation Group Facebook page. And we also work to create a platform for those of us who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a daily visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted, loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the great invocation is sounded, a world prayer, it releases and circulates spiritual energies throughout the entire etheric network into the consciousness of all who hold an open heart and mind and can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. This work helps to bring soul energy into our planet to dissipate the thick fogs and mists which surround the planet on the astral plane and therefore to let in the light. The work only takes a few minutes each day and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So again, we'd like to welcome you all who are new and to encourage you to consider forming a triangle. So our guest today after the meditation, speaking on the expression of the fourth ray is Catherine Davison. And she describes herself as a mystic, a consultant and healer working primarily with sound and vibration to heal trauma. Her purpose is to catalyze new language and methods for collective healing of people and planet. She's been studying the writings of Alice Bailey for over 20 years. So we really look forward to hearing from Catherine a bit later. So now as we always do, let's work with a brief visualization coming together as a group and visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, we visualize the planetary triangle composed of Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point, merging and blending the three points and filling 
the triangle with light. Superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star, the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth through the star and through the five points. London. Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, visualize these outpouring energies, enlivening small groups gathering everywhere aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Project a rainbow bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound the mantra. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. As we often say, triangles members work with energies. The network is the conduit for the sea of energies in which we live. Cosmic, systemic, and planetary energies transmitting ray and astrological factors. We as triangles members simply seek to stand as a collective channel and distributing agency for these greater systems. The Aquarian age into which we're moving is a scientific one, and we're therefore called to learn new ways of working with energies, moving out from under the mystical sea of glamorous fog that engulfs the planet and into a clearer reality, a more scientific application to this service work, recognizing that it's based on eternal laws and principles. Some things don't change, but the times and people who appropriate them do change. And through this means, human consciousness expands. So the basic work of triangles will carry on through the ages, but surely it will change, become more scientific, more magical, more effective. 
Today, the focus in this webinar is on a few points related to the fourth ray, the ray that's on the horizon, the ray that's coming in to manifestation. And due to accelerated human consciousness, surely this energy will be much more rapidly appropriated than was the case in the past with the influx of new ray energies. It should be noted that the incoming of the fourth ray to which we are referring is the incoming of a minor cycle of that influence. And the major ray of, the, of that fourth ray has been in place, we're told, for several thousand years already. And it will be in place, we're told, for another 40,000 years. But the Ageless Wisdom appears to indicate that when a ray energy comes into manifestation in a minor cycle, it has a particular manifestation for humanity, as it seems that we cannot tap into the magnificent of a ray energy when it's simply um, manifesting through a major cycle. So these minor cycles do seem to produce periods of real manifestation along the line of the ray. Surely during the time of the Renaissance in Italy and a bit later with the tremendous philosophical teachings and the musical magnificent that came out of Germany for a period of several hundred years, this fourth ray energy was surely very active, impacting powerfully and drawing forth souls and nations which resonated with this fourth ray energy. Now, when it comes in again, surely the expression will be different. It will be an Aquarian expression, which the Tibetan states will also be in combination with the strong Saturnian influence, which will bring many people onto the path of return. And it will surely give some measure of greater discipline to the artistic temperament, which is one of the problems that the Tibetan highlights in relationship to many artistic types. When the rays come in, in and out of cyclic manifestation, it's said to be because the grand musician of the universe is moving the keys, sounding another note, and bringing about a turning of the great wheel. And as the wheels turn, they do so each according to their own rhythm, and they impress the forms with their special characteristics, their uniqueness. So when we think of the incoming of a new ray influence, it's really a very simple yet profoundly cosmic process with tremendous implications that unfold over time. It's therefore mysterious and not easily perceptible from the level of the microcosmic consciousness. When a ray cycles in, it brings with it all that is attuned to it. It brings in the zodiacal and planetary influences associated with it. And in the case of the fourth ray, it therefore highlights the polarity between Taurus and Scorpio, transmitters of the fourth ray, and also the moon and Mercury, the non-sacred and sacred planets on the fourth ray. These energies are all closely related to the new group of world servers, ruled by Taurus, governed by Scorpio, and with the planet Mercury being the key ruling planet of the group. So we can hypothesize that this incoming of the fourth ray will have a potent effect upon the new group, strengthening the group's intuitive and telepathic abilities and enabling it to be impressed by and to work in alignment with hierarchical intent. The influx of a new ray brings in the colors and the sounds associated with it. It brings in the flora and the fauna that resonate with it. And it also brings in the individual human beings who are coming forth along that ray line. The fourth ray is of particular importance to humanity, we're told, because this ray governs the very soul of humanity. Spiritually speaking, therefore, the influx of this ray will have a profound effect 
upon the soul of the human kingdom, the fourth kingdom on this fourth planet in this solar system. We know that we're passing through a time of initiation, an initiation of both humanity and the great life that ensouls our planet, as well as the great Lord, the sun of our system. This ray influence will surely contribute to this process of initiation, for it is an energy related to the illumination of consciousness. The fourth ray is the refiner, the producer of perfection within the form and the temple of God. It is that which houses the light. Of this ray, it said sound and the soundless one meet in an infinite point of peace. Time and the timeless one negate the thoughts of men. It's the ray of the seeker, the searcher, the sensitive reflector of beauty. This ray energy brings these gifts to humanity, not only to those who function on this ray, but to all seekers after truth, for it facilitates the inner work of bridge building. This ray harmonizes the harshness in our world, but initially it can bring conflict, such as we see today as it comes in but it eventually aids humanity to turn towards peaceful solutions to world problems, towards the cultivation of goodwill. Under this influence, the souls of men will surely awaken to the light and stand with massed intent, demonstrating an ability to bring through the soul's light as a coordinating and conditioning factor in the life of humanity. Its influence will surely enable humanity to see more clearly through the growing ability to dissipate glamour. Because of the present tremendous potency of glamour in our world, incident, incident to the continuing clash between the forces of light and the forces of materialism, the astral and lower planes are clouded with waves of distortion, preventing us from seeing things as they truly are. But despite all this, there is hope for a growing clarity. As the Tibetan wrote, disillusioned and deglamored, humanity awaits the coming revelation. So this disillusion is a good thing, for it leads to deglamorization. The fourth ray will surely also return to us the beauty of the daily life, of the small things, the joy found in the present moment, as opposed to the fragmentation, the noisiness, the disharmony and discontent of the times. Surely we're learning how few material things are needed to find contentment, and that we must all live simply so that others may simply live. So let's now work with our triangles meditation. Coming together as a group, focusing ourselves on the mental plane at the center of the even darn cross of discipleship. Linking in thought as a soul, point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working in the Triangles Meditation work. And we project a line of lighted energy towards the highest center of spiritual will and sound the affirmation of the will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square. 
and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Lift the consciousness higher still to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Precipitation. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Project a strand of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not accept due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. 
Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution, sounding the great invocation, silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth from the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now I'd like to uh, welcome Catherine. And I'll stop my share, and so you could share your screen. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Great. I'm just going to find the 
let's see. Can you see the image? Yes. Great. Um, can you want to make it full screen or can you do that? I'll do my best. If not, it's fine. Um, let's see. There we go. Yeah. Clear? Okay. Yes. Great. So thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Uh, the fourth ray is a fascinating ray. And um, obviously we know as it's known as harmony through conflict and also as the will to relate. And the Tibetan says it is the outstanding ray of the artist. But then he goes on to say, the arts are found along all the rays. So how do we make sense of this? According to the teachings, the fourth ray is due to come into full potency in the coming 200 years or so. And I would say that we are walking in a virtual fourth ray buffet right now due to the multiple tensions operating to render a world in crisis. So uh, ultimately leading to these sharings are an attempt to convey varying gradations of the expression of the fourth ray in action. In its rawest form, it may drive tectonic plates to shift. And in its most refined expression, it is the adroit tailoring of outer manifestation to inner inspiration. So I'm gonna outline a few levels for you, um, just from my own experience and observations. The first I call the clash. Um, at the rawest level, four-three activity manifests as polarizing opposites. This includes war and polarization, repelling, no understanding, a relationship that is actually forged by the pushing away or enmity, which we also call animosity or tension. In psychological terms, we might call it shadow. And in statehood terms, we call this. In everyday environments, it shows up as a whole series of visible and visible barriers to collaboration, inclusion, understanding, or productivity. When we allow ourselves to slow down and notice our inner world as it relates to the outer world, we find that Indeed, indeed, we ourselves may be not of one mind, but have conflicting and varying impulses to be comfortable, to have agency, to have company, to be good, all to manage different drives and needs that are part of our human fabric. And our unspoken signals between and within us establish our relationships in mere moments. The unique challenge of this time, pretty old fourth ray happening, if there ever was one, is a tendency for everything to be at this time, while old orders fall away and outdated leaders grip the old style reins of power. Feel squeezed in the middle. Here we are between ages, between genders, between political parties, between continents between countries, between ecosystems with everything in flux. If you felt overwhelmed, this is the moment to take a deep breath and give yourself time to let it all out. One thing to bear in mind though with conflict is this question of alignment. Fundamentally conflict can set us at odds with our desired directions and we have to know what our still points are. A second level of fourth ray activity is what I call the complex or the diamond. Uh, the diamond is, of course, the German word for pattern. It is only vaguely related to what we call the demon. Um, the inner demons that trouble most people, of which Asagioli wrote eloquently in his masterwork Psychosynthesis are often a hint of both their latent genius and their struggle or resistance. 
Here we may see the relationship between two inner aspects feel like a torment. Michelangelo rendered these beautiful sculptures called caves, shackled, strong, and wrestling against what chains them. The fourth ray rules the soul of humanity and oversees the friction on the path between the soul's and the inertia of matter or habit. James Hillman, the famed Jungian psychologist, authored a book called The Soul's Code, naming that neither genes nor environment were adequate to in the directive of people's unique life choices. A bold and rare statement in psychology today. Examples of such individuals include Laurence Olivier, pictured here, uh, who over his stage fright, a condition so intense that he used to vomit before every nightly performance because he loved his craft. Or consider Oprah Winfrey, who walked away from the cotton fields of her origins. In each case, these beings felt a drive to dramatically to a different way of being beyond their circumstances into a particular field of endeavor which involved challenge, sacrifice, intense discomfort, and certainly an abandonment of their home environment. So the third level I call character. As the soul's design, the pattern shines through in a way that shows traces of resistance or friction. So the luminosity is there alongside the traces of what holds it back. Um, artistically, people refer to this as soul, but esotericists understand that this is just the crucible of the personality with the character coming through um, the, with more or less input from the soul. And most notably today, we live in a unique age of integration in which people understand that the way out is in. Uh, psychological healing and integration reduce the shadows that prevent us from perceiving the heaven that is here. Redeeming matter is the trench work of today's spirituality. So character results from uniqueness, struggle, discipline, adaptation to the slings and arrows of life. A fourth rate person breaks new ground or breaks the mold. Pictured here are Teddy Roosevelt and John Muir, who made history by camping together in Yosemite for three weeks, breaking ranks with everyone's notion of what presidency was and giving birth to the national park system. In a similar fashion, Nelson Mandela stood up to apartheid and changed South Africa's trajectory despite being imprisoned and tortured for numerous years. Each of these leaders had the quality of uniqueness or originality to confront the norms of traditional systems. Fourth ray individuals are often unconventional. Ultimately, we come to experience of a place in which the fourth ray represents the personality surrendering to the soul's complete direction, but not before the deep battle between the habits and tendencies known as the dweller um, comes to its last stand before the angel of the presence. In terms of this quality of character, we see in the unique patterns of beauty expressed as trees or pearls or star systems or more. And we are mindful that pearls are formed from an act of friction between the sand and the oyster itself. So the fourth level of expression, premature. And in this way, I mean on a higher turn of the spiral, the coherence between inner and outer expression becomes clearer. Examples include artistry, architecture, beautiful music, and more. I've uh, pictured here a couple of examples of 3D printed homes um, that bring whole new levels of beauty 
and artistry and efficiency to natural building. These are literally extruded a printer um, and deposited in a specific form. <clears throat> and of course, I'm going to include a few samples of artwork that are as varied as the artists themselves. So this quality of, of the fingerprint of the soul is evident through these various works. If you're interested, the uh, artist's credit are included in the text. Um, and finally, in a much larger scale artwork, we see an example like Stonehenge, where these timeless standing stones mark seasons passing and honor mysterious rituals, mostly lost to history. At an even finer level of order, rings of water spread out from a single drop on a still surface, immediate evidence of a small but significant movement. In a similar fashion, one pure thought on a calm mind, one seed of inspiration in a neglected place, one skillfully applied stream of love in a wounded place can ripple out in beautiful ways. For this reason, obviously, we meditate and calm our own fields to receive and transmit such qualities with unanticipated effects. The newer field of cymatics reveals the dynamic patterns created by vibration. And this is a reflection of our more dynamic moment to moment understanding of the power of vibration in life, or what I call dynamic adaptation or conscious evolution, capacity to be present to life in every significant moment. I'll a couple of, uh, this is an example of artwork by a fellow I found on Facebook, uh, known as the, and he calls it the power of love. And this is a fragment of a work called The Human Dreaming. Um, in, in summary, the fourth ray covers a vast array of expressions from clash to friction, to extrusion, to form, to artistry and perfection. See how beauty reveals itself as you contemplate the fourth ray working in your world. So I'll stop there. Thank you so much, Catherine, for sharing these thoughts with us. Um, I don't know you very well, but I know you a little. And it's always seemed to me that you do have a life that is colored very strongly by this influence. And I wondered if you could just share a few of the ways in which you sense that this energy works through you in your life. Oh, yes, very much so. Um, much to the chagrin of some of my close relatives. <laughs> um, I think um, I would say that the main, oops, Sorry, I'm having screen issues. That's uh, okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. So I, I, there are a couple of ways I would say that it shows up. And uh, one is an intense passion for vision. Like I like to have a vision for how things are. And in my inner work, as it expresses in my outer life, um, I tend to be the irritant in my in my systems um sort of campaigning for uh, innovation and renewal uh and that's one expression another expression is um an immense sensitivity to color and to sound um so i i've been 
inwardly invited to use sound and vibration more in my life uh, and began a series of pilgrimages related to being of new vibratory activity, particularly relates to the waters of our world. Um, so that has taken me to some places. Could you describe that a little bit more, what you mean by that? How does that work? Um, yeah, sure. Um, understand that most of the time I'm a common sense person. So when these impressions come through pretty strongly, uh, I feel that it's an invitation for collaborators on the other side to step into a new arena of activity. And I think this is the soul, you know, inviting us forward um, to leave our comfort zones of professional expertise or maternal concerns um, and, and signal, sound a new note, just like we were talking about, you know. And so I decided to begin working with sound at sacred sites um, to sing up the earth. That was, that's my translation of the impression that was communicated. And I'm incredibly shy and I'm not a singer, nor have I ever taken a music class or anything. Um, but I began to honor the call. And so I went to places to um, tone at those places. And luckily there were groups everywhere I went who showed up to sing or make music of some sort so I could camouflage my own soundings with theirs. Um, and I, I think camouflage is part of the fourth ray, as I recall. Anyway, um, so as I understand it, um, sound has a life-giving quality. Uh, and, and so it brings life into places that have gone quiet, um, which relates to trauma. Trauma actually disrupts the signal in, in different areas due to the rupture of the life force. And so sound um, brings things back. And this, you know, relates to this word that we use called enchantment. Um, it's not meant as a seduction. It's actually enchantment. You know, it, it really means um, to sing. Um, so, yes, um, I, I find myself oddly aligned with those folks who are gathering on the Michael and Mary lines running through the UK and other places to tone, um, to restore some of the life energy of the planet herself to assist in that transition into her next um, radio station of love. Yeah, so, I remember you, you had said that you found the work that you do particularly resonant in the UK. Is there, do you think there's something special going on there that draws you to that place? You know, I'm going to understanding. Um, so my understanding, I, I was always drawn to Glastonbury. I traveled to the UK as a young school and was very attracted to some places and some cathedrals. Um, but when I came to Glastonbury, I really hated, um, and particularly at the chalice well. And then I heard this phrase that this is, uh, that that location is kind of the mystical heart of the planet. And, and that made complete sense to me. I had never felt an overlighting presence so clearly before. It was almost like we were like, hello, you know, like a re reunion. Um, and I, I clearly felt the response. So that doesn't always happen, but um, I particularly was drawn to the UK because they have an ancient tradition, not only from the Druids working with the waters, but also the churches. And I feel that actually as we come into the Aquarian age, we are going to be understanding the value of both the religious and the, we'll call them shamanic or earth-based traditions. Um, but 
there were perpetual choirs that was an office of the church and they would chant 24 7 365 over the wells which underlay the church so they were literally sending that beautiful vibration into the waters all that love and dedication and if you can recall the work of masaro but i'm sorry i didn't feature a slide of his but um the living messages from water we know that words water has memory and our language impacts that so i learned to it was a little bit self-taught it was iterative but i learned to say prayers and blessings into um crystals that were soaked in small vials of water and then i would sort of homeopathically expand the amount of water i was working with and then i would seed crystals in different places water bodies of water and as i understand it you know broadcasting these frequencies of love allows uh the uplift of our waters sounds very aquarian with the water of life flowing yes i think the other the other major arena that's more of the geocosmic work which i really enjoy but i think the other arena is that i set myself up as a wealth consultant about 20 years ago worked very much to break up habitual patterns of estate planning and thinking about what wealth meant and what it was for traditional patterns of philanthropy you know to begin bring some dynamic movement into those um, very staid fields. Um, so that's just another sort of fourth ray example where you sort of bring a lot of irritation into a, um, a field with very strong traditions. Interesting. Um, could you share some thoughts about how the fourth ray works through triangles, for example? Yeah, absolutely. I think that triangles is quintessentially the fourth ray work and um like um right the the great creative work particularly from the esoteric side the great creative work is to have the courage to have faith in subtle work um and to stay with the subtle work uh to you know have the courage to work from the inside and the directed intention and visualization of a network of triangles in lieu of uh, a bunch of squares <laughs> is that uh, we will have easier flow of all qualities around the planet and thus the work to, um, to affect the sustainable development goals, the work to relate, the work to harmonize with our planet neighbors will flow more easily um and i think you know probably the most essential aspect of fourth ray work is truly really change the shape of the energetic matrix overlying so it would seem as this energy comes in which it is coming in now it should um, help to strengthen the work of the triangles network so that's really encouraging very much so. Um, can you share something about the creative use of the fourth ray healing methods, like art and movement therapies, for example? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, yeah, I get really excited about this. Um, so I will simply say that, you know, we have to take stock every now and then, every generation, every few years years whatever and um, we've spent a hundred years training the mind and training people to be intellectual verbal analytical uh, to create more choice in their life and now we're actually uh, blessed with occasionally choices and not enough um, self-location not enough of the inner aspect and so the great therapy of 100 years ago was to be willing to speak the truth to to voice one's inner life 
and now I feel that the great healing is through movement, vibration, uh, reconnecting with the earth and using the pure quality of beauty to act as medicine. Um, in my own work, I've used collage, natural materials and uh, tuning forks um, to work with people. Um, but the point being the verbal channel is missing cousin of the analytical aspect of the brain and our emotional health is more residing on the right hand side, which is where the spatial aspects are. Um, and I, I think that's why we have an obsession with design show entertainment today and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is because these energies want to, are seeking to penetrate more deeply through our being, uh, that invitation is often received more fully by self-forgetfulness in activity. So um, working with animals, working with paints, working with our voice, these are all ways in which um, we can uh, connect with those opportunities. And also the body can integrate more readily. Thank you so much. Um, maybe we could see if anybody in the audience has a question, if they'd like to raise their hand. Then Meanwhile, we could just have one other question for you. Um, although the fourth ray is known as the linkage between the inner quality and the outer expression, as you've just said, in time and space, we've also know that we must wait for the ripeness. So there is that question of how and when we judge appearances. That's such a great question that brings up the, in a sense, the mystery of the fourth ray. And I, I love, uh, there's a quote from Manley Hall where he talks about, you know, um, the power to see, see beyond, you know, um, to perceive more than to see. And, um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's all part of the process. And only those who are of a quite high state of attainment can just, you know, exactly what is another's level of attainment, right? Um, and therefore, what is the, the quality in the form? And, um, and I think it, this speaks so much to healing. And, you know, I, I love esoteric healing. I've probably read it six times. Um, and today we now have a language called trauma and we now understand rupture, energetic rupture. You know, uh, we can perceive levels of signaling or non-signaling from the nervous system. Um, but in, we'll just take one point of attainment, which is the reestablishment living flow of lighted energy. So our meditation work creates um, through our being and sometimes it brings overstimulation and we have to balance that out. And sometimes it touches places that feel mute um, and, and cause discomfort when we realize, oh, here's a, a blank spot in my being. Um, so the fourth ray is always at work. I think that's why it rules the path is that it's that bridging aspect, always seeking unification. Thank you. Um, I don't see any hands raised, but I, I see a question or comment from Kit. She's asking if you have a website, if you could put it in the chat. Do you have a website? You know, I do. Okay. Um, and like everyone, I'm redoing my more contemporary website. There's one. Um, thanks so much. And yeah, great topic. And you might, can you see the chat box? I can. Okay, so maybe if you see any comments that you'd like to share with the group, that would be great. 
Oh, yeah, sure. Um, a great day on this day, a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King, we shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. And that's just such a beautiful fourth way, Ray offering. Um, also, Clint Gavin says the human dreaming picture looked like it could be used to represent the Antikorana, but could you talk more about the picture of a vibration? Uh, was it a picture or drawing of something that made the vibration? Great question, Clint. Um, that was, um, dreaming was simply an artwork, but the it's actually a series of artworks. And again, you can refer to the text for the artistic credits and follow that lead. But um, the cymatic picture was literally a photograph of vibrational patterns in water. Um, so that's, it's a really uh, burgeoning field of both art and science right now. And that art intersection is kind of my sweet spot. Okay. Um, the fourth ray is demonstrating as more people are involved in renovating and decorating their homes. Absolutely. The trend to open concept to allow for more family gatherings and environment. Creative restoration seems to be taking place. Yes, and I would cite as an example, you know, that thoughtfulness when creates a cabinet that just fits for something that you need, or when we create the sensitive adaptation to people with um, disabilities so that they can get in and out of rooms comfortably. These are all little expressions of love um, and creative adaptations to human conditions. Um, Matthew says all human beings are essentially creativity. And one of our human purposes is to creatively meditate between the spiritual and material world. Though this is only possible when one is free enough of outer and personality condition, yes. Um, and it reminds me of that, um, the Sophia quality, right? The mediator. Bikita um, says she's looking, he or she is looking for a triangle to form a triangle. So if anyone wants to reach out to them. And um, Kathy, can you speak to Clint's question about the colors of the fourth ray? to bring in and take out of the vegetable kingdom? Because I- Well, just the only thing that I can say is that we know that colors are, it's a difficult um, topic to speak about because there's esoteric colors and exoteric colors. Right. But uh, he does say in relation to the seventh ray that it's related to bringing in the more violet colored flowers and the passing out of the blue flowers, which are more sixth ray in nature. And so we could hypothesize that the coming in of the fourth ray will bring through more yellow and golden flowers, which is, is the color that he gives. I believe it's the exoteric color of the fourth ray. So that's what I more purple and gold and yellow flowers. <laughs> okay. And we'll see what that does to our vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Pam asks, uh, do you think crop circles are produced by sound? This is mm -hmm. such a great question. And um, yeah. I would re refer everyone to look at the patterns in the crop circles these days. Um, Pam, I do think they're created by sound. And just like uh, we hear the sound of dog whistles, I believe that it's a, it's a vibratory little concert or something that happens, uh, I understand that they tend to occur in less than a second. So um, it's a pretty potent sound. And, and I feel that it's one of those hints, miracles that await us. Yeah, I was sharing with you, Catherine, as you know, when we were talking about this, about some crop circle um, videos and things. And this one woman relayed the story that she, her whole life is basically dedicated to studying and sharing information about crop circles in the UK. And she said that she had a group of something like 114 people. They went out and they just invoked the soul of the planet and they chanted some sounds. And a 
miraculously beautiful crop circle appeared with layers and layers of petals that corresponded exactly to the number of people that were there. And I just thought that was definitely a verification that the sound evokes a response from these, whoever it is that are building these, uh, these crop circles. Really interesting. Yes. And, um, you know, I will also say that I've been part of several groups doing and stuff. And when you bring together that intention with the flowers and the, and the toning, um, it does seem to intensify that activity. And some of my sound healing friends have said that those vocalizations are literally building sound bridges, like a, an actual fabric between those higher dimensions and the planet. And that's why the toning is so essential at this time. That's really, a, that's a powerful thought to end on, I think, and really wanted to extend the group's appreciation for your creative thinking and sharing with us today, Catherine. So um, I'll, I'll forward you the chat so you can see your comments. And, so thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And we'll just close with a brief moment of silence followed by sounding of the Om, and we'll visualize the planet surrounded by a network of triangles. Thank you, everyone.